It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We had fireworks to start this whole thing off of the joint practices with the Jets, and then I, I, I guess it just decided there wasn't going to be as much. Except, oh wait, DJ Swearinger helped break the internet, which is something we can at least be happy we got. Nick Ashu, I'm at Nick Ashu on Twitter, nickashu.com slash Redskins. I said my name like five times there, but you know, that's called branding, and that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, so yeah, if you didn't see yesterday what happened, that would be DJ Swearinger bucking at... Terrell Pryor, and it was beautiful because it got him scared. It got him jumping, even though it's funny. Like, look, there's a couple things to do. All right, if you haven't seen it, it's at my website, nickashu.com slash locked on redskins. It's in the blog, the video's there, it's all over the place. Uh, if you did miss it, though, essentially what led up to this is you have DJ Swearinger and the rest of the Redskins jawing at Terrell Pryor, who ran his mouth long before we even got to the point where we were getting to this joint practice. We knew this was going to happen. I predicted there would be a fight and Terrell Pryor would get popped. Wasn't totally right, but I was close enough and we had a big brawl to start everything off. Now, when you watch the video, it's basically the last play of practice. Monte Nicholson goes up, defends a pass in the end zone where Terrell Pryor's going up. Of course, he drops it because that was Terrell Pryor's best move, was dropping a football for the Redskins last year. It looks like nothing changed with the Jets right now. So then he gets taunted. He kind of jaws back and forth with the Redskins because the whole defense is making fun of him. And then DJ Swearinger walks up towards him, bucks at him. Terrell Pryor jumps back. You can tell he thought he was going to get smacked in the face, which is really funny because Terrell Pryor had a helmet on. I really don't think DJ Swearinger is going to take a swing at a guy with a helmet on, although that's what we see a lot in football fights. And you know how I feel about football fights. Uh, They're kind of stupid because everybody's wearing pads and helmets. But that's how things pretty much ended, and it's great. It was about as perfect of an ending to the joint practices that we could have asked for. Redskins and Jets going to be playing in a preseason game on Thursday. We're not going to see Terrell Pryor, though, which is unfortunate. Because he apparently had five injuries. He went out and said that he had an ankle injury, then says that he's also been dealing with a hip injury. Fine, that may be the case. The problem is is that Todd Bowles wasn't really happy. So you can see now that things are working out pretty much exactly the same uh, in New York for the Jets with Terrell Pryor that they were with the Redskins. People are already getting frustrated with him. Todd Bowles is his head coach, came out and said, yeah, Terrell doesn't need to be descriptive. I feel that we... I feel that he should keep his mouth shut and leave the injuries to me, which is funny because Terrell Pryor came out and intentionally said, yeah, I'm not going to play on Thursday because here's why. Ankle injury. It's a miracle that I'm already out here three months after surgery. Oh, by the way, I also have a hip injury. Oh, by the way, that's why I haven't been great in these joint practices, and that's why I'm also not going to play against the Redskins. I'm not scared or anything. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. I just want you to know that I had uh, some injuries They're going to get in the way, so I'm going to take my time slowly coming back here. Man, I am so glad Terrell Pryor is gone, and I can promise you this. That one-year, $4 million deal that he signed with the Jets is going to be the only deal he signs with the Jets. They're going to get sick of him incredibly quickly. I mean, look, everybody... Everybody's been taunting him on the Redskins. DJ Swearinger calling him garbage. This is a guy that came here right away. And I talked to multiple people that had conversations with him 
when he first arrived in D.C. and used the phrases along the lines of, you know, while you're learning and adjusting to the position of wide receiver, as you're learning to become a receiver, which, by the way, he was and he still is. He was a receiver for one full year in Cleveland in an area where, oh, by the way, no one actually uh, game plans for this team, right? How many game plan for Cleveland in the past? They won one game in the last two years. Terrell Pryor just barely eclipsed 1,000 yards in Cleveland. Good for you, man. But this is proof. This is proof that it was a mistake. Redskins have certainly moved on now at this point, and it's fine. I would have liked to see him get completely popped in practice, but it didn't happen, and that's okay because he looked like a fool in the end. Stone hands once again. He had There was one, NBC Sports Washington, we had a... Uh, had some audio of him. Jay Gruden mic'd up and went over to Terrell Pryor and basically said, like, I told him not to fight you. And all Terrell Pryor does, and he looks completely just, he looks scared and intimidated, just kind of goes, they can't guard me. Yeah, they can't guard me. Tell them they can't guard me. No, they can't guard me. Yes, they can, and we saw it. These joint practices, I, they, they still serve a purpose. I know some people, though, are saying that they don't serve a purpose. They do serve a purpose because you at least get an opportunity to see another team in your camp across the field from you. Like you're not going up just against guys that are on your team over and over and over again. It gets old after a while. Yeah, there's fights. There's fights in training camp with teammates too. You can't avoid that. You have guys that are competing for roster spots. This is what's going to happen sometimes. Players are going to put themselves in a position where they say, see this guy in front of me right here? He's restricting me from getting a job. Therefore, I'm going after him. And then emotions boil over sometimes. This is part of it. I'm all for it. I like joint practices. Now, I don't want to see a brawl, right? Like what happened on Sunday between the Redskins and Jets, that's a brawl. That starts spilling into the stands. Fans get involved. People can get hurt. If guys just push each other around, you got to separate them, that's cool. I'm all for that. Again, these guys are wearing pads and helmets. Are we really supposed to think that it's a real fight? Come on. You know, people make fun of NBA fights all the time. Like, oh, NBA players never actually fight. Come on, look at these guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's look at NFL players here. These guys are wearing full pads, and they're acting tough then. Now, don't get me wrong. Football players, yeah, they're popping each other during the game. But let's not sit here and act like they're tough guys when they're fighting somebody that has a helmet on, and they have a helmet on as well. It's just stupid. You know, overall, it's just kind of dumb. But that being said, we had essentially what we were expecting in this camp where fireworks at the beginning, things calm down a little bit. And now look, if you're the Redskins, you've got to focus on this preseason game on Thursday. And then after that, just focus on building this roster and addressing some of the needs that you have right now, which includes a run game that once again is now going to be inhibited by a lack of talent in the backfield. All right, we're going to hear from DJ Swearinger a little bit more on what happened with Terrell Pryor. Also, what will the Redskins need to do with the rest of their offense now that we know no Darius guys for the season? You're going to go back to essentially the backfield you had last year. So where does that pressure fall on other players moving forward the preseason and then on to the regular season? It's the Locked on Redskins podcast. You are Locked on Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Redskins. So yeah, DJ Swearinger did essentially what half the Redskins wanted to do when it came to Terrell Pryor. He broke the internet in the process. He talked to the media after their practice. Here he was. Today was a little chippy, but um, we got some good quality work. Today was a little chippy too. Yeah, yeah, it was chippy, but you know, that's what happened when you got two uh, two teams, you know, competing at a high level. Um, and, you know, people getting, you know, getting trashed. What happened on the play with, Mon- with uh, Monte and Terrell? He just locked them up, period. <laughs> You had a bit of a message for him after that. What sparked that? Sparked it because, you know what I'm saying, he started the talking on on the little interview that he had. Just let him know that he didn't get the respect to go against a corner in one-on-ones. He went against safeties three days in a row. I got a one day, Shay's got a one day, and Monte got a one day. So we didn't give him the respect to get a cornerback. We gave him safeties to go against, and we locked him up. DJ, did you get everything out of camp that you guys had hoped for? Did you, did you make the progress you guys were hoping for? Yes, we did, man. We dominated Richmond. Um, it felt great to uh, dominate a team at the end. Um, I think we got to be a little better at, at the end on defense, but um, I think we got a, a, some some good quality work, man. Can't wait for uh, Thursday to really get get live bullets. Richmond's always fun, but to get back, sleep in your own bed, oh, yeah. be home. How's that feel? Feels great, man. Feels great. Can't wait to get back home. Um, get back to uh, get back to my babies. Hey DJ, talk about the secondary. Um, right now, we got a long, work, a long way to go. Uh, we got a lot of talent. We just got to get the chemistry up. Um, the, uh, we just got to keep stacking days. You know, it's only a start. We, we got a long way to go. Though. Having Skander get cut today, obviously it's its own thing, but also kind of a vote of confidence for the young guys, maybe? Yeah, there's a whole lot of confidence, man. Um, uh, uh, we just ready for uh, Fabe. Guys like Stroh, Danny, those guys, Hosley, when he get back to step up, um, and we'll be we'll be right where we need to be. What have, what have you seen from them at this camp? Um, they've been locking up, man. I, uh, one one guy, like I said, catching my eye every day, um, Danny Johnson, man. He's been doing his thing. Um, Strowman is making progress every day. Uh, Fabian at the nickel, you know, he's doing he's doing a lot of great things. So uh, we're making a lot of progress, but we still have a long way to go. How has Danny caught your eye? Making plays. Were you surprised by Terrell's reaction to your? I don't really care. He used to say you guys talk about how deep this team is, and you have these young guys that have stepped up and played well in camp. What's that say about the team you guys put together? Um, it, it says a lot. You know, it says a lot to get a guy, especially like I say, like Danny Johnson, that you know didn't even get drafted to come out here, and um, you know, been locking guys up um, every day. Um, Strowman, he's doing a great job. You know, he's still learning, but you know, you can see the talent, you can see the progress. Um, uh, I think those guys in the front office done a great job, and we just got to continue to compete the young guys to to be to be the best they can be. Do you expect to play Thursday and get, get some of that feel back? Um, yeah, I mean, I hope, hopefully, you know, but um, that's not my decision. But, you know, hopefully I can get out there and get going. Did you expect to get a flinch out of him if you did that? Man, I didn't even care about that, bro. <laughs> do you like, do you like, I mean, this is quite a spirited couple of days. Do you like that at this point in camp? Like what? It's like the intensity and you know, how ratcheted up it was. Did you, do you like you got to love it if you're a competitor. Any competitor loves competition that's what it is it's competition whether they get 
chippy or not, you got to love the competition. Yeah, listen, of course, DJ Swearinger likes that. He brings that attitude to this team, so it totally makes sense that he'd feel that way, and he'd kind of be one of the instigators of prior too. Uh, and because I care, I do have bonus Jim Tom Sula because we rarely ever get to hear from him, and he's incredibly entertaining. Here's defensive line coach Jim Tom Sula. I mean, they, they come to work every day. It's a great group that, you, you know, you get excited to come to work with these guys. Okay, We obviously haven't done anything yet, and we've got a long way to go. How have you seen Deron Payne kind of progress through? He's progressing. I mean, obviously he had the little ding, so he yeah. missed some time. But uh, he's progressing. And, uh, again, they're all uh, they're all really approaching it the right way. How excited are you about all the young talent you have on this defensive line? Yeah, I'm excited about the whole room. I mean, I just, you know, you know what it's like, guys. We don't have a crystal ball. We gotta still, you got to go out and do it, not talk about it. But uh, in terms of the people in the room and the way they're working, it's uh, you like what did you see out of Tim Settle in that first game, and how, how do you think he can continue to improve? Well, Tim's just got to stay on the grind. You know, he's got to stay on the grind. And uh, obviously a lot of reps, stay on the grind, keep going, good, bad. You know what I mean? you got to get to the next play. So uh, he's going through that right now. Again, we got to keep going here. Is Phil Teller okay? He has a practice. Yeah, Phil's real good. Phil, Phil will be back here uh, more precautionary right now. I, know, I don't want to you know, talk to the training room about all that, but uh, he's moving around great. A lot of guys last year talk about how they knew how close you guys were despite all the injuries. What's that mean when you have guys talk about that? They yeah. can't wait to get back and see what it's like to put it back together. Well, obviously, I mean, the close thing, you know, you know that goes with horseshoes and hand grenades, right? Uh, but uh, uh, they, they're all excited. They are. This is a, this is like, I know I'm not giving you a great answer, but it's a place where you like to come back to work. You, you love to come to work in the morning. You do. You do. I mean, it, the, the group is working, you know, but now work needs to turn into results. You guys generated a lot of pressure last year, just the defense as a whole. But with the upgrades that you've made on the line, is that an area that the line themselves can get more pressure? How do you see that aspect? Of- well, again, I mean, last year's last yeah. year, this year's this year. You know, uh, yeah. we've got a, our job is to create pressure. Our job is to uh, get to the quarterback. You know, so we've got to affect things. That two-minute drill right there, we need to get around the quarterback more. Do you find that sustainable? Uh, is pressure sustainable from year to year? I mean, it's changed, but is that something that can yeah, I mean, year to year, again, year to year is year to year, but it needs to be sustainable throughout the year. That's what's got to happen. What do you expect to see out of Deron Payne, this, his first preseason game, if you can? Line up, play hard, and let's, let's see where we're at, buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> what will the Redskins need to do with the rest of their offense now that we know no Darius guys for the season? You're going to go back to essentially the backfield you had last year. So where does that pressure fall on other players moving forward the preseason and then on to the regular season? It's the Locked On Redskins podcast. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast join the draft dudes kyle krabs and joe marino as they go position by position through the nfl free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 nfl draft If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. 
The start of the NFL regular season is actually right around the corner. And this season, don't sit around watching the Redskins from home when you can be at FedEx Field and the crowd cheering on in person thanks to Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is offering Locked On Redskins listeners 10% off your first ticket order when you use the exclusive promo code Locked On. That's Locked On. New customers only, and this offer is only good through the end of August. So you got to get started right away. Preseason and regular season tickets are available now. The Redskins kick off their home schedule on September 16th against the Colts. And you could be there for all the excitement go to vividseats.com or download the app and enter promo code locked on for 10 percent off your first order the offseason's over the nfl is back and vivid seats wants to help you get to the game you are locked on redskins when you think about this right now darius geis is somebody that upgraded a position that the drop off after him is a cliff I mean, it's a 100-foot cliff in terms of Darius Geis and what's behind him right now at running back. But what we saw Thursday from Colt McCoy was what we generally get from McCoy in those moments. 13 of 18, 189 yards, passing two touchdowns, uh, passer rating of 143. He looked good. I get it. It was against backups. I get it that if you had Colt in there for a 16-game schedule, he's probably not taking you to the playoffs. But look, one year he might. We've seen that before. Every once in a while, you kind of have one of those positions where if a quarterback comes in as a backup and plays seven, eight, nine weeks, whatever it is, it's enough to get you to that position that you were already trying to go to anyway with the original quarterback. So listen, I'm not saying I want any of this to happen to anybody, but like this is the worst possible scenario for them. But I also still look at the history of what they were last year with these guys and say, you know, this team, the Redskins have put themselves in a really tough position because they, after... Darius Geis said, we're rolling with everybody else after that. And if there's injuries, we got to hope that they work. I I do hope that they make a trade. I I hope that they bring a veteran in somehow. The only issue with that is I don't want to see them giving up a third-round pick. Not for essentially a one-year rental. Because you hope that Darius Geis, as young as he is in his early 20s, comes back just as healthy before the torn ACL, ready to go next year in 2019, and he's your week one starter, and then everything goes back on track just one year behind. But like the drop-off in talent from Geist to Rob Kelly is, it's massive. Samaj P. Ryan, it's massive. Capri Bibbs and Byron Marshall, I mean, they're essentially backup third down backs. They had their moments last year, but the Redskins were so destroyed by injuries that at that point, any little flash made you happy. It's not as big of a fall from Smith to McCoy. It's not. And listen, we know, too, that Alex Smith is somebody that thrives with a lot of weapons around him. Geis had the talent to overcome a lack of talent on that offensive line. I mean, that's really the difference. Alex Smith's going to be a capable quarterback, but Darius Geis has more individual talent from what we've seen. Now, granted, the guy hasn't actually played a game in the NFL yet, but sometimes you can watch a guy and know, right? It's the eye test. You can see the difference that Geis brought to this offense, even in the short time that he was out there. And if you watched him at camp, you could also see it. And the coaches saw it. And the rest of that team saw it, too. It's, they're going to have to move on now. They're going to have to figure it out. I just, I don't want to see them going into the regular season looking at this roster and saying we're good with what we got at running back. It would be weird if they brought Alfred Morris back. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be interesting to see Alfred Morris come back to this team. Now, would you accept Alfred Morris having left for the Cowboys? You know, there's a lot of people that wouldn't. I remember, I remember when Alfred Morris signed with the Cowboys. 
And there were people that it's, it's like one of those things where it's split down the middle, mainly because it's Dallas. And I don't blame the guy. They offered you a contract. The Redskins basically said, we've had enough. We're moving on. And he went and got paid sort of. I mean, it wasn't really what he maybe could have gotten after the, his rookie season. But there were a lot of people that were furious. Oh, the Cowboys. How could you go to the Cowboys? Then there's other people that just wanted to see him go get paid. But I'll never forget. I'll never forget when he came back and scored that game-winning touchdown with Dallas against the Redskins. Did his stupid little swing-in-the-bat touchdown celebration. And people were like, oh, I'm so happy to see him do it. Good for, good for Alfred Morris to come back here and do it. No, he became the enemy. Alfred Morris was then the enemy because of that. I don't want to see him score a game-winning touchdown against the Redskins. If he comes back and now does that for the Redskins, okay. It might be smart for the Redskins to try and give him an opportunity to come back. At least talk to him. <sighs> this offense now, they are going to have to have people like Josh Doxson step up. Josh Doxson, this is a crucial season for him. Get it together. Figure it out. Like, if it's just pain tolerance for you, you push through it. Take more ibuprofen, Okay. You've got to be an important weapon on this team. They're going to have to pass the ball more, similar to what they did last year. They're not going to be a team that's going to run the ball as much as they would have wanted to now. It's just not. Jordan Reed has to be healthy. And listen, if Jordan Reed has a season like he had a couple of years ago where he was healthy, for the most part, has a career year, is talked about as one of the best tight ends in the NFL, and Josh Doxson stays relatively healthy, gets you seven or eight touchdowns. He had six last year, but you know more than 35 catches. Paul Richardson, somebody that you know can be a deep threat for you, but he can also go up and get the ball too. Jamison Crowder gets back to what he was a couple of years ago where the expectations started to get higher with him coming out of the slot. This team will be okay. They can still win eight, nine games. The question is, is how much farther does that go? Can they count on these guys to be healthy the entire year? And that's my biggest issue is that the Redskins, before Geis even got hurt, the Redskins' biggest weapons, most important weapons on offense all injury prone. Chris Thompson also fits into that category, without a doubt. They're limited in what they can do with him because of his durability, because of his size. Not because of his talent, that's for sure. So that's still the biggest question mark. This offense is so boom or bust for the skins. I have more confidence now in the defense, especially with the way this defensive line has been revamped. All these additions, there's youth, there's a lot of talent there. This offense just, it can be a really good offense, and it can also be something that has tremendous issues moving the ball this year. If Josh Doxson's playing seven or eight games, missing practice during the week, Jordan Reed is Jordan Reed from last year, what are you going to do? You can't really do anything if you're Alex Smith and you don't have anybody out of there on the field. I mean, he had a career year last year because he had really talented players around him, like a Kareem Hunt in the backfield. That helped. Like a Tyreek Hill, that was just a game-changing player. So that's... That's what they're going to have to now figure out is how do they alter this offense, at least some, because they were certainly thinking about running the ball more and working on that in camp, but at least they know, hey, we can go back to what we did last year and maybe that'll work. All right, don't forget, if you have not subscribed to the Locked on Redskins podcast yet, make sure you do. You can get with me on Twitter, at Nick Ashew. Get all over the social media spots if you want. I think it's at Nick Ashew on Instagram and Ashew on Snapchat. I'm more into the Instagram stories now, though. Snapchat's kind of getting old for me. I don't know. That's just how I feel, but I'm on all that stuff if you want. NickAshew.com slash LockedOnRedskins. Of course, there's plenty of other stuff at NickAshew.com as well. Check me out at 106.7 The Fan, NBC Sports Washington. It's the Locked On Redskins podcast. You are Locked On Redskins. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 